to the Adrian Bow podcast featuring Troy Malcolm, episode 135. We're back, Troy. A couple of exciting announcements. Firstly, great to see the exposure through REB. Terrific article that you wrote this week, in particular about culture, despite uh, changing of circumstances. And also, Eric coming up uh, this weekend. So great to be here with all our podcast listeners. Yeah, and Adrian, we, we do send our apologies to everyone. We did have a little bit of a break there. Uh, we just couldn't get our diaries aligned because we're kind of ships in the night at the moment. You and I see each other multiple times a week. We speak almost every day, but we just couldn't line up and dedicate the amount of time to, to really get in front of our followers and have the podcast, both the recording and also audio. Um, Adrian, this is a massive week. This is probably the biggest lead up uh, that we've seen to an Eric for a number of years. We're back face to face. The event is sold out. And so we'll talk about that a little bit later on. And thank you as well for mentioning about the article in REB. I had a great interview with REB. And I tell you what, they are the kind of number one place to go for for all uh, real estate industry information. And I sat down Mm. with Grace and had a great interview in regards to, to culture. And the real estate game, as we know, has changed so dramatically over the past couple of years. But one thing has remained, and one thing I think has actually even become more important, and that is culture. And I think some of the points that I have in that article are really um, key to the success of any brand and also the longevity, longevity, sorry, longevity and also the scalability. There you go. There's two words to put together quite hard, AV. Um, yeah, nice. The longevity of a brand, but also the scalability of that brand always comes down to culture because, you know, with the McGrath brand, what we've seen is we've got offices from Townsville all the way down to Tasmania. And if we know that something that we do in Tasmania affects what happens in uh, in the rest of the country, then we definitely know the aspects that um, can dilute but also enhance a brand. And we know that the culture within Australia right now, people are moving and enjoying those lifestyle changes. So, yeah, it is yeah. key. And I know we're going to talk a little bit about it. But AB, over your over your uh, illustrious career, you've you've focused on culture not only within your team, the management that you've got, but also now with your academy that you run. Mm. Culture and setting the pace is something that you've always really identified with. Why do you believe, uh, as I do, that culture is key to the success of any brand and business? I think culture is more than uh, something that's that's arbitrary and intangible because a lot of people do see it as something that could be a little bit fluffy and uh, something that, that's a little bit abstract. Um, mm. I, I think there is some palpability around it. And I think your article sort of stipulated that really well. So even in saying that, though, it can mean different things to different people. You know, so uh, best practice culture in an EBU might sound different to best practice culture in an entire McGrath or Ray White network, for example. Uh, then you've got individual offices, then you've got uh, BDAs, you've got state level, all that type of thing. So, you know, I, I feel where it really starts is expectations, Troy. You know, so the only reason culture uh, would be, let's say, frustrating uh, would be because someone's expectations are not met. And yeah. usually that's because the expectations haven't been outlined from from the from the outset. So what I mean by that is, you know, if you're a franchisee or an agent and you've got a certain expectation about training resources, for example, um, and that those expectations were were let's say sold to you or 
or, or advocated upon you and those expectations weren't met, well, that's going to create cultural frustration, okay? Yeah. Um, however, if the resources that we're offering, whether it's training, IT, uh, IP, um, uh, whether it's whether, whether it's uh, actual conferences, whatever it might be at whatever level, I, I feel as long as people are really honest about about what the culture looks like, sounds like, feels like, and as long as you deliver on what you promise, and again, that's at all levels, Troy. That's at brand level, office level, EBU level, you know, and and it could go to the most junior person in in any team you know i know i just recruited uh, sort of a lead generator if you like troy you know and i spoke to four different different young young guys and the first three of them i said look you're gonna hate this job to be honest with you um it you know it's you're talking two years of glorified telemarketing mm. you won't be exposed to a buyer you won't be exposed to a seller Saturdays, you'll be able to help help out at open for inspections for, for two years, Monday to Friday, you're going to be on the phones, letterbox dropping, cold calling. So, and, and the first three people said, you know what, I really appreciate you being honest with me, Adrian. That's not what I'm after, right? Uh, but the fourth person was like, where do I sign? That sounds like a great opportunity, you know? So, so the mistake a lot of agents make, and I'm only using one example, is they'll erroneously create unnecessarily an expectation that they can't deliver on mm. and that's not not going to work for either party whether that's a team level ebu level franchise level or franchise or level yeah and i think adrian the other thing that we've noticed regardless of the title the position that you hold um, mm. every single person within an organization is actually reflective of that leadership which then in turn creates the culture so those mm. that walk past and don't say something or do something are those that are actually the ones that are most obviously diluting the brand we also know yeah. adrian that it actually starts from the top and so if yeah. you're in an individual agent team if you're in a team of two team of three up to managing an office or even being a leader in a brand we know that those particular roles do set the pace the tone for culture so a couple of insights that i always get is how does it align back to your core values because the culture you live yeah. and breathe has to be aligned to your core values and i know adrian one of your core values that we've always spoken about is loyalty uh transparency mm. um, giving that honest feedback and then doing things with integrity and i think if you take just those three elements and i know that you know mcgrath holds them very highly and that actually starts with john um being mm. the ceo and managing director of the mcgrath organization is is something mm. that's really key to the success of the brand and it's going to be key to the continued success in my opinion because as we grow as an organization mm. as agent teams grow as we make more sales and have more interactions with clients that's really going to differentiate us against many competitors that maybe have lost touch as they grow mm. because it's one of the key things that we notice is that when you grow uh it's very yeah. easy to lose sight of why you started now that again applies to a brand as a high level but then if you reverse engineer that actually applies uh, to individual agent teams as well and i know that you've seen this and you've made commentary on this many times over i'd love to get your thoughts on that whole yeah look, absolutely Troy. i think you know what what you stated about the mcgrath business obviously is accurate you're obviously you know ingrained in that as a senior executive now you know obviously you know you and i used to work alongside and we can only talk about the brands we know about. So yeah. at the moment, I'm connected with the Ray White brand. And frankly, 
you know, they are very good at, at, at uh, delivering on what they promise as well. You know, you look at um, the, the hands-on and granular uh, involvement of, of a Dan White, uh, then at, at state levels, you know, whether it's, um, whether it's Andrew McCulloch or, 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 or the, 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 the other CEOs in Queensland, New South Wales, um, Jason Andrews and, and the like, you know, these guys are, are, are in the field rolling their sleeves up, helping people, um, you know, create businesses, helping people create legacies, you know, so we can only speak about the brands you and I know about, which happen just at the moment to be, to be McGrath and Ray White. So I, I think they're just really good examples, Troy, of, mm. you know, creating an expectation, um, not sugarcoating it and not, not, not underselling it, but just stating this is what, this is what we can deliver on. Um, you know, there's people that have walked down this path prior to you. Um, and also, you know, when I talked about palpability of, of culture, there needs to be something tangible there. Like you can't just say, um, you know, our culture is, is all about just, for example, like, you know, that, that, that um, show that was on, which I think I spoke to you about, about WeWorks, it was called We Crashed. You know, yeah. and and yeah, yeah. Um, you know their mission statement and their culture was to elevate the world's consciousness. Like, and and people were saying to them, "What the hell? You guys are a shared workspace business. What are you doing trying to elevate the world consciousness?" Anyway, to cut a long story short, it was it was what valued at like sixty billion. Then it went down to like you know one two billion or something like that. You know, mm. and and that's an extreme example of of probably having too abstract. And too arbitrary of a a mission statement or a culture, right? Yeah. And and too much of a chasm between the core business, i.e., shared workspace, and elevating the world's consciousness, which has nothing to do with like real estate or <laughs> shared right. workspace. You know, so if you look at the successful businesses, whether it's McGrath, Ray White, Century Twenty One, um, you know, all, 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 all the great brands, even the, the independents, Troy, even the independents where there's some outstanding independents that I work with and that you're very close to as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the ones that do well have a core mission statement and, and, and a core culture, but it's actually directly connected to how they treat their staff, how they treat tenants, how they treat landlords, how they treat sellers, how they treat buyers. Um, yeah. You know, it's not just this, you know, this arbitrary comment um, that just exists because it looks good on your uh, you know, your, your um, screen when you, when you put your computer on in the morning, you know? Yeah. Um, so, so I think it's really important that there's got to be a, a strong, palpable, tangible connection between the culture itself and the day-to-day activities um, and expectations of all the stakeholders, every stakeholder involved in, in that business unit. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. Um, Adrian, when we talk about leadership, I mean, part of that leadership process and part of making sure the culture's aligned is obviously the, the activities that you do mm. together to build that relationship and make sure that the values that you hold are very close. Yeah. Um, one of the key things that we see on the Australian calendar every year and is back upon us again this weekend is mm. the ARIC conference, the Australian Real Estate Conference on the Gold yeah. Coast. And 
Adrian, the event sold out. We saw that notification come through earlier in the week. We know we're only a day or two. And by the time this goes live, we're a day or two away mm. from, from seeing the speakers. And um, mm. you're, you're not only going uh, again this year. I think this is kind mm. of your 22nd or 30th yeah. year, whatever, however many yeah. since its inception you've been there. Um, yeah. But you're also, you've got a booth as well at yeah. the event. Yeah. Booth number 29, which represents That's your it. age, of course. That's no, it. That's <laughs> it. Booth number 29, and you're going to have obviously the opportunity for people to come and talk to you about coaching training a lot of your lessons and learnings that you've seen over the past three decades of your career but i thought it'd be worthwhile adrian before we get to the event and you and i have looked Mm. at the 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 program and we've highlighted Mm. the speakers that we want to see but um some of the key speakers that are really stand out for me are obviously not only the keynote speakers i mean you've got matthew mcconaughey you've got seth godden you've got mel robbins you've got um dr sorry uh Rich, is it Richard Harris? Richard Harris. I'm going to get that name I wrong. So. Yeah, yeah, uh, I think so. Um, yeah. But you've got those, and I'm just looking at the program as we speak. But um, not only that, Adrian, we get the keynote speakers, which we always know are going to be quality because that's their role. They, they play such a pivotal yeah. role in the performance of our. We've also got some speakers that are industry based, both in property management and also sales. That I tell you what, I'm really exceed, excited to see. One of ours is our dear friend, Constantopoulos, and how he's yeah. 20x his business in 20 months and the process yeah, amazing. that he's followed. But there's yeah. others that are there, um, people like Michael Koloshi from Koloshi on the Gold Coast. I think that's going to yeah. be a really powerful um, QA. Uh, we also have obviously a number of other speakers that are really going to set us up um, to have, I, I would think, and I know that John has said this and they're, they're mm. touting it around that um, it's probably going to be the best Eric we've seen. Um, I love the fact that it's sold out. I love the fact that everyone's back together. There's obviously an appetite to do live yeah. events. But AJ, yes. is there anyone that's highlighted out to you that I haven't already mentioned that you would love to kind of see and you've got penciled in to make sure that you're taking notes? I know we, we do that a lot. We take as many many notes as possible yeah. in these events. It's, it's quite yeah. amazing what we walk away with. But is there anyone else that yeah. you would love to see that I haven't already mentioned? Yeah, well, look, Troy, you, you and I are always, you know, 1A and 1B seats up, up the front taking, you know, copious amounts of notes. So we'll, I'm no doubt we'll be doing that again this year. And um, I, I feel that, you know, the, the learnings at ARIC uh, uh, can be life-changing because... The reality is you only need to implement three to six um, actual uh, takeaways and insert them into your business and actually move the needle for it to be effective, you know. And and I've got to tell you, you know, for the 30-odd years that I've been attending, that's been my process is to take pages of notes, then curate it down to one page and then curate that page down to half a dozen actual not takeaways, but implementations, you know, and some worked really well and some didn't. And I just accepted that and I just did the same thing the next year and the next year and the next year. So I think that's a really good tip for anyone that's, that, that's attending. The other thing is you just tend to come back with a bit of a spring in your step, Troy. I think just meeting like-minded people, being around that energy, um, you know, listening to people that are committed to their craft of real estate, and also listening to people that have nothing to do with real estate. So I remember, you know, being part of the um, uh, the executive leadership team in McGrath 
I remember throwing the name out there, Matthew McConaughey, like five years ago, and everyone was like, no, no way, that's not going to happen. And only because I was absolutely blown away by his YouTube clips. I just was yeah. like, wow. Yeah. And then I read his book and I was like, dude, this guy can, this guy is an outstanding orator, probably one of the best orators um, that I've ever come across. Content, mm. content wise, uh, it was, it was actually less important to me because yeah. just, just his, his ability to to speak and and the the, the level of his of, of 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 the way he was he was um, being an orator around the stuff that he was talking about and a lot of the stuff is practical pragmatic um, industry discriminate wouldn't matter if you're in real estate or or, or, or any or or, or or a housewife or and everything in between it wouldn't actually matter um, mm. there's just the the energy of that guy and there's something special about him. Um, so I'm just stoked to to be able to to, to be seen, um, you know, uh, viewing him. I know it's by satellite, which is, makes no difference these days. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's 2022, so that's that's we've sort of the last few years that's just been standard. You know, mm-hmm. um, even a lot of my coaching sessions these days, even for people that are in Sydney, still don't mind doing um, you know Zoom sessions. It's become become the new norm. So I think that's going to be outstanding. So I think I think the learnings are good. Um, I think the the networking is is outstanding, and I just think the energy that you can embrace um, when when you come back um, is 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 important. But but the implementations, Troy, is probably the most important thing. Like you don't want to write copious notes, then put them in your top drawer, and then yeah. go back to your bad habits for another twelve months, and then have wasted two days because you went out till three o'clock in the morning. You know, both nights of Eric. That's uh, that's that's not going to work. You know. No. And I think that's important to know is to, to have that in, implementation system that you can just take yeah. and try, try. And if it doesn't work, that's okay. At least you had a go. Yeah. A lot of people, Adrian, as you said, take heaps of notes, put it in the top drawer, pull it out five years yeah. later. Oh, that was a really good idea. I wish I had implemented that. Um, yeah. We're going to be hanging out. So you and I are going to be hanging yeah. out quite a lot. Uh, for everyone that's wanting we might to do some lives, we might do some lives from there. Yeah, absolutely. So everyone that mm-hmm. wants to catch up with us, booth number 29 uh, yeah. We'll be there. And Adrian, we've also got uh, that we can make make more of a mention, I guess, post, Eric, but for our listeners, yeah. a little bit of an insight, uh, we have a special event coming up. So it's going to be expressions of interest. It's going to be really limited. It's going to be a small, intimate day together uh, with Adrian and I, and we're going to be putting that information out to you very shortly. So it's yeah. going to be super, super intimate, really, really high level stuff that we're going to cover mm-hmm. off to help grow mm-hmm. our listeners. Because Adrian, we know that uh, we have a lot of loyal listeners that have been with us since the start, but we also know some of the some of the growth trajectories that you've seen with your coaching team has gone to the next level. So we're going to expand that out slightly, but we're still going to be remain focused. So keep an eye out for that information. Uh, If you're interested in knowing more about that, speak to Adrian or myself, uh, Booth 29 over the course of ARIC. AB, I can't wait to see you. I know we're catching up for breakfast before then and probably today. But for everyone else, thank you so much for joining us. That's episode number 135, done and dusted, pre-ARIC show. The best thing about this, Adrian, is... Those that have missed out on tickets, don't worry. We're going to have a post, Eric. Yeah, talking a little yeah. bit about what we got from yeah. it. Obviously, yeah. a little bit of insight from the people that we're close to and what they got from yeah. it. And we're going to give that to you in a package on our next episode. Uh, sure. we'll come to you, same time, same channel next week. AB, as always, thank you so much 
for letting me be yeah. part of your podcast. Um, we may need to change the name eventually. I don't know. I, I'm just feeling to, that it's to. Be changing the name somewhere along the way. Uh, we'll do that post, Eric, to everyone else. Thank you again for joining us and we'll see you next week. See you, Troy. Thanks, team.